Willkommen to the podcast. Bit of German for free. How you doing? You're well? Good. Thanks you for joining us. German? Yeah, we're right. I'm not actually talking to you. I'm talking to the listener. Right. So I'm being okay. personable okay. with the listener because I know how you are because I've just been in a you room. You think there are any? With you for two hours. There's some. Is there? I've seen the numbers. Yeah. They say some. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few. All right. Uh, no. Mad opening. No, no, no. Hang on. Thank you for being on your best behavior today because you're on the rush hour this week. Yes, I have been busy. Now, did you hear any of oh, Candice's gear what? over the week on the rush hour? No. No, but I, I, I think I need to. Depraved is one word. Oh, lovely. Depraved. I love a depraved host. Lewd. Yeah. Filth. Oh, oh get off the grass. Filth. And he is just. Say? What, did you, what say? did you say? That's a great question. Let's check. It's all dirty to me. Beaver wetter. Butts McCracken. Stroker daily. Gross panty. Best lay. Oh. Wang holder. When you think of a police officer, you, you're thinking stripper, aren't you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe are you, you are. We're not. We're not. <laughs> well, well, when you're on. at home and you're having a party, you're that not thinking. Gender reveal as in rip the pants genitals off. Genitals reveal, oh. maybe. Oh. <laughs> Stuff. Yeah, but if you've Come got on, a mate. pool, why do you need a toilet? Oh, it's been a few weeks since I've got down and dirty in the backyard. His snot, which was, wasn't a little bit, was a lot, mm-hmm. ended up all on the, my front window of my car. Oh. His name is Long Cock Nguyen. <laughs> Long Cock Nguyen. So you're Alan and he's Long Cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Small Cock. <laughs> what about that? What about the run-up from Candace in that last one? Just setting it back up. Jeez. Got any bloody Rodney Dangerfield out here. <laughs> I'm shocked. The old Don Rickles of Triple M. Are you M. shocked? Are you really shocked? No, actually, if you, if you knew what went on between segments here yeah. in, in the breaks, you're not shocked. No, oh. I'm like not shocked, but I'm shocked that it got she on it. actually I'm cleaned so that up to get it on yeah. Some of the filth that happens in here, honestly. What was going on? What was... Well, we just had some great callers this week. Yep. Just brought out the best in me. Yep. Yep. Well, yep. I brought out something in you. Yeah. Didn't it? Certainly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're going to do... You've been working Are on you your... Are you doing ty- it again next week? No, yeah? no, oh. no, no. You don't okay. do the comedy circuits or... No, I'm You've been working on, on your type I'm five? I'm back on the bench. Back no, on the bench? Back on okay. the bench. <laughs> no worries. Uh, well, we're always I'm very still in shock. It was a bit, wasn't it? Oh. It was a bit. Oh. A bit much. You loved it. It was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> of, course, of course we love it. And we had a great Who doesn't love smut. We had it. No, you said it, man. Um, we had a great show today, headlined by Nico Hines. He joined us, talked uh, Indigenous Round and uh, what he loves so much about Cronulla. Yeah. And um, we also, we had Rusty. We, we spoke all things Luke Brooks and we just, we, we even had a new segment called the Golf Clap. Mm. Yes, we did. Which is ever evolving. I got a couple of things off my chest. You did? Yeah. We had the quiz. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get too excited, boys. No. It's, it was quiz fraud this week. Yeah. And you were just a grumpy old man. But everyone knows that. So that's not news. Can I run something past you? Uh, I've been meaning to for a while, just before we do get into uh, the podcast. Uh, so I was doing, uh, <laughs> taking a leave out of your book here, I was doing a number twos the other day. We, we're, we're sure old enough to, we, we're, we are old enough to say poo. So I'm doing a crap. All right. At work. He's looking at me. So I'm doing a crap at work. All right. And then there was someone in the cubicle next to me. <laughs> Hang on. Let me get to the end. Are you, are you comfortable talking oh, about this? I'm about to walk out. You just said. It's stinky. You just said long cock or short cock. I think you're okay. all right. Let's, let's, let's get on with so this. So I'm doing a crap at work. I'm in the cubicle. There's someone in the cubicle next to me. Now they sneezed. 
in oh, this. That's dangerous. It is. <laughs> it is in that moment. Yeah. That's the first thought I had. Yeah. The second thought was, do I bless this person? No, because they don't want you. They don't want to think you're listening. First of all, who does a poo at work? Me. Like you don't use, hoops. you don't do a poo at all. <laughs> I have about six coffees, I, I, so I if work, I'm not doing a poo at work, I work at a racetrack. Nah, you're you not pooing. No, nah, you can't. It seems the hay around. I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm not pooing in the hay. That's okay. Right? Well, that's okay, and that's your prerogative. You know what? My wife maintains that she never poos yeah. ever. Okay, well, that's good. Well, we're not talking well, about your well, wife. This is, this is getting very stinky, this conversation. Well, no, hang on. Wait, no, no, no. So uh, did I do the right thing? God, it's because I didn't bless the person because they sneezed, but my- No one wants some creep in the next cubicle no, blessing exactly. them. That's right. Well, I didn't want to identify but myself the, as the, the phantom The worrying part is yes. you thought about doing it. Yeah. You almost did it. Mm. That's You might as well say you're a creep. Creepy. That okay. is creepy. Well, I got the answer right. Well, it's not the answer I wanted, but I got an answer. So thank you. <laughs> At least you didn't do it. I appreciate so it. So people are not sure that you're creepy, even though we are. Thanks for being so supportive of it as well. <laughs> Anytime. What a great environment. Uh, enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Good morning to everyone that is not Candace Warner. I am not speaking to her today, which will make what the show very difficult. Did I do How are you, you, Richard Friedman? I'm well, thank you. He's what's, not speaking to you. What's this all about? What did no, I do no, to you? Stop. Tell Candace. You have to talk to me. Okay. And Richard, then I'll talk to him. What did I do to deserve that? What did she do to deserve it? Tell Candace that she knows what she's done, and I'll get to you it know in about half done. an hour. All right. Well, I don't know what I've done, but... She doesn't know what she's done. She knows what she's done. We talked about it the other day, and it happened last night. It transpired last night. I've got night. a short memory. Short memory. Mm. I've got a long one. <laughs> long memory. So we're going to unpack that in about half an hour time. I might have to take the shun off, actually. Hi, Candace. How are you? We'll, get to... <laughs> we'll get to what happened in half an hour's time. And Nico Hines joining us after 11 as well. Indigenous round uh, this week. Big in game the, in for NRL. the Sharkies this afternoon. Big time. Uh, we thank you. I'm for... loving the jerseys. They're great, aren't oh, they? They're great. Yeah. They and, look so good. And also the boots. A lot of the players have got special Indigenous round boots that I'm sure they'll auction off or yeah. they'll donate or whatever. So it's, um yeah, they've done it really well. Great story floating around on Channel 9, Triple M's Emma Lawrence did with Connor Watson. He's been doing that, getting out in the community, painting a lot of boots. They're going to be auctioned off. Uh, so that's with the Roosters. Yeah. Uh, so if you're interested in that, go check that out. But we... We've got to get down to brass tacks because it is State of Origin Wednesday week, game one, uh, 31st of May at Adelaide Oval, and Brad Fittler's got some headaches, it would seem. Good headaches. Great headaches. Um, But come Monday, it's going to be very interesting who's going to um, get some of those key positions. Yeah, well, that'll be for the first match. Yes. Because (laughs) you cannot guarantee that if you lose the first match, Things will change. But it's so important that the Blues get off to a good start. The first game's in Adelaide. Game two is up at Suncorp. Mm. So if the Blues lose this first game. It could all be over at Suncorp. Yes. So listen, I've been doing some digging. I've been getting my David Middleton on during the week. There's a whole bunch of predicted teams out there from a lot of different outlets. I've compiled them all. This at the moment is what. Uh, the overall predicted team is looking like. Okay. And we're going to get your thoughts on one triple three five three. Obviously, uh, people are going to disagree with this, and we want to hear that. We want to know who you would uh, swap out if so. So here we go. A fullback, 
picks itself, you would have thought James Tedesco. A To'o on the wing. Ooh. Oh, no. That's, I reckon To'o's We a, haven't got past the wing. That's the thing, okay? So right. have that. So Adokar is down here on the maybes. You've got Latrell Mitchell, Campbell Graham in the centres. Mm-hmm. Stephen Crichton on the other wing. That's yeah, who I'd probably swap no, out. Yeah, I'd, I think that's contentious, that yeah. one. Okay. Steve Crichton. Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary in the halves. Uh, Payne Haas, obviously, that's a walk-up start. Damien Cook is the number nine, okay, there's, looking lightly. There's, there's another one. There's another contentious did, one. But you know what? Last night, I don't know if you saw in the game, he did get slightly injured. He did continue to play, but whether or not... See how he pulls up. That's it. Um, Jake Travojevic in 10. Liam Martin starting in 11. He could come off the bench. Cameron Murray starting in 12. Uh, Isaiah Yo is a lock. Uh, lock, you know, figuratively and literally. Got it. Got it. Uh, Nico Hines in the 14. Again, there's a question mark on that. Junior Paulo. Hudson Young from yep. Canberra. I like him. Uh, and Junior Totola. See, I'd change the bench. I'd change the interchange a little bit. I'd go Nico 14. Uh, junior 15, Angus Crichton, 16, and maybe Matt He's Burton. just come back, though. Yeah, but... Do you just want to give him some time? I think you need more forwards on the bench than that, do you? I, well, this is, yeah. You know? This yeah. is the argument. Yeah. I mean, you can have one utility. It covers all, you know, and a bit of backline shuffle, but you've got to have... You've got to have yeah, well, I was listening to Wade Graham on Triple M NRL, and he said that... Uh, and he plays with Nico Hines. He said he'd be wasted on the bench. Yeah. No thought of Cody Walker. No thought. I know. I haven't seen him in any of the predicted You know what? If they teams. lose the first one, Cody would be a chance because he. no one is playing better footy. I know they lost last night, the Rabbitohs. But did you see his combinations with Luttrell? They just work mm. so well together. He's, he's, got, he's got mercurial skills, Cody Walker. And then you've got the turbo situation. Well, he's, I think he's broken. So, no, I would, I would <laughs> pick. So I would put um, Tommy Turbo in four. Campbell Would you? Graham in five. He's at 75%, I reckon, at the moment. And I love the man. I think he's a, f- a terrific player, but you can't be going in. Throw it out to the experts. One triple three five three is the number. They're the real experts. Who deserves their shot at Origin? We know you've got a lot of thoughts uh, on the matter. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Right now, getting your thoughts on the State of Origin Game 1 Blues team. A lot of contention surrounding it. We've just given our thoughts on the predicted Blues team. And we're getting your thoughts on 13353 on what you'd change. And the calls have come thick and fast. Elvin from Kellyville, your thoughts? Elvin, you there? Yes, I am. Hello, Elvin. How would you, what would you um, change in the Origin team? Look. I would pick Jack White, and he thrives for these things. He loves the contact. He's a state-of-origin player. Why would you put Campbell Graham there? The other is Cody Walker, someone talking about Me. Yeah. He can't play state-of-origin. He can't. I like the bloke, but he can only play for South. We saw him. We saw uh, him I think he's a different origin. guy now. Well, Jack. first of all, Jack Whiten's retired from representative football, yeah, so yeah, he won't be play. playing. Yep. Cody Walker, we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago, had his chance in 2020, I, I think. know, but Didn't it, take it with both I hands. I agree but with the, you. The timing was wrong. Yeah, okay. I agree with you, but, Richard. The timing was wrong. Look at he, the way he combines now with yeah. um, Latrell Mitchell. We've got Cook, Murray. I just think he would be a great option. Okay. Ben in Bradbury, home of the Bradbury Bears. Uh, what are your thoughts? Who deserves their shot at origin? How you doing, Dead Set Legends? Thank you. How are you, good. Ben? Ben. Good, good. You want to swap Turbo with Nico Hines. You can't put Nico on the 14. He's been playing good football all year, and he hasn't stopped playing. Well, apart from the early um, injury, but 
Turbo needs to have that little bit of um, getting back into uh, rep football sort of thing. You know what I mean? But I think so he's, swap those I, two. I think he's broken. I, I, he just he's getting burnt off by players. You know, he just can't go. Well, with he's being them. run down by props and no, second rollers. No, he's, That's... This, this, he's not. He's not the unit he was last year. Or the year before, there's there's something he's carrying something for sure. I don't know. I'm just guessing that, but that I, but I think it looks obvious. They've to me. come out saying that he's a hundred percent fully fit. I don't, fit. I don't, I don't, I can't accept that. Could you? This is the thing. Like Nico Hines is so versatile. Yes. You could even if James Tedesco gets injured or if he doesn't perform, you could even put Nico into fullback. Well, then you've got Dylan Edwards, who is the unluckiest. That's right. Player in the NRL not to be given a state of origin jersey. You would think. Because his defensive acumen is unreal, I mean, out of this world. He marshals that Penrith team. Is he big enough? Is he big enough? Of course he is. He's busting tackles like nobody's business. Right. And he's put on that muscle over the last couple of years, it should be said. Better than Gutho? 100% better than Gutho. Sorry, Gutho. I like Gutho. I think he's, I think he's, a, I think he's got origin written all over him. No one dislikes Gutho. I'm sure a few people dislike Gutho. I don't. <laughs> but I'm just saying Dylan Edwards is the form fullback. He's he's better than De- James Sadesco right now on stats. But James Sadesco is the incumbent He's a very good captain. player. He's a very good player. I don't look, if he was there I'd be happy. I don't think James Sadesco is playing bad. I think his workload of the Roosters has just been way too much because they're just struggling to get the ball to him. Well he was scintillating last night. He was unreal he was, yeah. he was the best player on the field yep. last night and and the steal the steal. Mm. Did you see the steal? Absolutely. It was just unbelievable. Straight out of uh, Moses Sully's hands. Oh. There was a couple of steals last night. Even Latrell Mitchell. Did yes. you see his steal? He pulled one on. Oh. Yeah. There was oh. a beauty. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. And well done, Dragons fans. They've put a tumultuous week behind you. They've snapped a six-game losing streak. 24-22 win over the Roosters with the last play of the game. It was a great game to watch. Yeah, how happy would Ryan Carr be? Oh, my goodness. The interim coach, first game, and you get a win. I like his story, too. Never played in the NRL. He got injured in the New South Wales Cup early in his career, and he's gone on to coaching. Only 33 years old. And he yep. pulls that out of the fire. Well uh, done look, to you, Ryan Carr. Even the coaches in the coaching box, they kept cutting to them because they were so emotional about the, you know, what was going on. Yeah. And that last minute of the match, I think it was a minute and a half, and uh, and the drags got it basically in their own twenty, and worked it up the other end of the field and got, got and, the last try to win. Yeah. It and brilliant. what I love to see because this year, so often the Dragons have been so close to winning and haven't. And then they just didn't give up mm. um, and, and they finally got their win. And hopefully, I really do hope this is a bit of a turning point for them because, I mean, the club, the way they've handled everything, it's just been diabolical. Yeah. Uh, fans, a very good reason to be proud of your club last night. St. George Illawarra, a lot has been said, but there should be a lot of pride there. Uh, the attention moves to the Roosters, though, really. Three losses in a row. They're outside the top eight. At one point, I saw Robbo through the glass mouth. What the F is going on? And he didn't say F. Um, and it's a fair question. What is going on there? Oh, I, don't, I, look, I don't think they There'll know. be better minds than mine. Can't figure that out. You know, that's, that's I don't know what it is. Maybe the... I'll tell you what's not helping them. What's that? Victor Radley's not helping them. His discipline his, or lack of well, it? Well, he didn't get a sin bin last night, which he easily could have yeah. for a, for a, what is being called a head butt. It's more like a head push, mm. but was leading with a head. Yeah. So he ends up, if he ends up in the bin for another 10 minutes last night, they just can't afford for that sort of thing. And the other team, they're needling him. 
they're, they're getting under his skin. You know, he was in here not long back for a Saturday afternoon gig and he seemed like such a nice, calm young man. Yeah. But he just gets, I don't know, white line fever. I'll tell you what though, James Tedesco, he is an absolute workhorse. Just tried so hard. Um, And I just, I think just is taking on way too much workload. Mm. I think they're expecting too much of him. Uh, Rabbitohs Eels was the other game. This was a shock result. The Eels getting up and smashing the Bunnings, actually, 36 to 16. Now, I missed this because I was watching Primal Fear with my wife, the 1993 film. That's a story for another time. Okay. Which I remembered halfway through I'd seen. I was like, ah. You haven't haven't got a second TV? No, we do, but we like to do things together. You know, we both work, you know. You know what? I I think the Bunnies just looked a bit flat. (laughs) Oh, the Bunnies? Sorry, we were talking about Primal Fear, Candice. Uh, But yes, you are a Bunnies fan. Yeah, I I think South looked a bit flat last night. And I think even though they got the win over the Tigers last week, Mm. they looked a bit flat there. They were out of it from the jump. Yeah, they they had just come off six from six and, and beating a lot of the top eight sides, and I just think mentally they just looked exhausted. We did see some brilliance in there from uh, Cody Walker and Rattrell at times, but I think Parramatta were way too good. Dylan Brown had the best game of his life, and Mitchell Moses, six from six with the boot, made the difference. He is is at another level now, Mm. Mitchell Moses. He's right up there because he's controlling play. He's... He's making very few mistakes. He's confident. His kicking game's fantastic. You know, so much, they're getting a lot of confidence off the back of that. I, mean, I think they, they're getting organised, Parramatta. They're getting better. God, they're frustrating, though. I know. No yeah. one picked them last night, and they no. absolutely picked the Bunnies apart. Yep. Yeah, they did. They scored the first try in the first, what, three, four minutes or something. Mm. And it's just the Bunnies never caught up. And really. South have had the wood over them for a long time. So that's, um, you know, leading into last night's game, Parramatta has only, had only won one out of the last eight. But Parramatta turned up, and they just delivered. Did the Bunnies get to the front at some stage? They did, they just did. after the second half. Yeah. Just after they came back um, on, they scored yeah, that try. Campbell Graham, yeah. an easy try. Yeah. Um, just sort of, but then that was it. Yeah. I, I thought that, that Parramatta were dominating the game in the first half yeah. and obviously dominated the game in the second half. And, and then Bailey. Deserved to be winners. Yeah. Yeah. He just was was incredible. The, the whole Parramatta team, I think this is just going to start some momentum for them now because they they haven't been, they, they were in the grand final last year. I know. That's what's just, frustrating. Yeah. And now they're near the bottom of the ladder. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. That's your party song, Richard. You're on Sydney's Triple M. That's at Legends, that, Candice Warner, Richard Friedman. That Brennan wasn't Hunnigan. me singing a lot. No. <laughs> let's be clear on that. Well done to Ben from Bradbury. He was our caller of the day today. $100 to spend at Red Rooster. There's a bit of everything in every Red Rooster mega box. The Rooster's calling you to try a mega box at Red Rooster today. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Let's go around the grounds. Uh, Sean Johnson has knocked back the West Tigers' advances to lure him back to Australia on a $650,000 a season deal. What does this mean? It means the Tigers are now preparing to offer current half Luke Brooks a new deal. And it also means that uh, that he'll get an offer from the Warriors quick smart because he's Real out quick. of con- contract at the end of this year. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I think Sean Johnson, he needs to stay in New Zealand. That's where he plays his yeah. best footy when yeah. he's at home. He's got happy. his family around. He's happy. Uh, but what do you, what is this? If you're Luke Brooks, what do you make of this? I actually, I've started to feel really sorry for Luke Brooks because I've been thinking about it deeply. Yep. 
And, I, and I'm thinking about the retention management over the last, or the period that he's been there. And he is, he's a great half. He's a great half. And I don't think he's been given the chance to shine around other stars, if you know what I mean. Yes. I mean, those, it's headlined by Adokar. He left Pappenhausen. I mean, these are, these are stars of the game. Mm. And he doesn't have the, the cattle around him. Mm. No, I'm not sure about that. Should That's he not fine. be performing? Do you think the Tigers, with the team that they've got at the moment, they should be performing? They should be performing better. No, I think it takes it, it just doesn't happen overnight. I think it is starting to happen, but I think you know, I think he's just got to give give it time. Yeah, I, I think he will resign there. There's no doubt of it. You know that that lure of being a one club player. Yeah, you know that's it's got to be attractive. Absolutely, I think it's is it 200 games for him this. Week, uh, I think it is. Ooh. Yes, I'm. I'm getting a nod. Two hundred yes. games for Luke Brooks. So well done on two hundred games. Was Was Ben Hunt's three hundred first? Three hundred first last great, night. Uh, great effort that is. To yes, indeed. The Brisbane Tigers have launched a bid to become the NRL's 18th team after opening a new ten million dollar stadium this week. I wouldn't have thought we need another team in Brisbane after yeah, the Dolphins. What, what? No, no. Brisbane should have three or four teams. Mm. Uh, they're they're they're. Uh, Are you serious? Yes. Because they are a, uh, they've got about two point six million people in Brisbane. Yeah, yeah but right. what about Cairns? Hang what on, about, hang on. Okay, all right, yeah, all right. You, you need, right. I'll just, I'll you, you need about four hundred thousand people to to even consider supporting a team. Canberra's got what five or six hundred thousand people. Newcastle's only got a what two hundred fifty three hundred thousand people, and they're supporting a team. So you need at least that much. I don't think Cairns has got that many people. Yeah, but the people that go to the Cowboys matches. They do. They all travel from Cairns. They all travel. I think they need well, another team Cowboys. up there. But I think there's more to this than another Brisbane team. I know the AFL, they're trying to. They will support it with ease. Yeah, but the there. AFL are trying to um, get another team up in Brisbane as well. So mm. I don't know if this is just trying to. Block them. Block them a little bit. Just try to go, hang on a second. Str- this is our. Strategically, that could be smart too, because it is an NRL town. Mm. And they, they have the two teams up there now. They've got the, the Gold Coast down on the coast. Half a million people at the Gold Coast, they're supporting their team. I just think it could But do co- they support their team? I don't think so. I think you've got the Dolphins now. <laughs> it is a graveyard for You've got for, the Broncos. I, don't, I just don't think you need another team. It's real Captain Phillips energy though, isn't it? It's like, we're the Tigers now. We're coming in. We're the Tigers. No, they've now. got to change. Their I know they've got to change. They've their name. got to change their name. Yes, they will. They will. But Firehawks. Well, what about the Brisbane Bears? Hawks. Yeah, because that was the, that was the well, it's a Firehawk. That's what I mean. That was the bid that lost to the Dolphins, and they want to go back to the Firehawks. No. They can't be the Bears because Brisbane Lions used to be called no. the Brisbane Bears. Oh, who cares? <laughs> not you. It would seem. Not me. No. Um, okay. Well, that's surprising from you, Richard. Yeah. I would have thought. Yeah, oh, it's not the only beef I've got. And so the in, club will play out of Suncorp Stadium, is that yes, right? Yes, indeed. That's correct. You've I got t- another beef. I have got a beef. And What's I, your beef? I think everyone should have an opinion on this. Okay. I am not pleased that the NRL, the AFL, and the Rugby Union have come out endorsing one of the voice cases. They've come out in favour of yes. It's fine to vote yes for the voice. It's a, you know If that's what you want to do, it's a good thing for you. It's also fine to vote no for it. Who are they representing? Because there will be people in their clubs, their group of people in the NRL, the you know the AFL, who will be voting no. Mm. Can you just explain to our listeners what the voice is for the for the for the listeners that don't know? What oh, this how is can about? anyone not know? It's no, in the no, media but the every indigenous day. voice to parliament. Yes, yes. yes. yeah, the yeah. voice to parliament, and it's we're, we're having a referendum to change the the constitution, and because it's a referendum, it's a very personal choice. Yeah, your choice. There's no right or wrong choice. It's just your choice. 
And I don't think sporting codes or sporting clubs should come out saying, oh, yes, we're endorsing one side and not the other mm. because there are people within their, their clubs and their code who will be supporting the opposite case. Yeah. Now, I have no, I'm completely agnostic about, you know. The referendum. The, the referendum on which way you want to vote. Yeah. It's none of my business how you vote. And likewise, it's none of your business how I vote. Yeah. But a club or a sporting code should not be coming out trying to influence people one way or the other. It's not their role. It's inappropriate, Remains in secular. my opinion. Yeah, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be you, you, it's, again, you, you can, uh, sorry, can, conflating politics and sport. In my opinion, it's overreach. Yeah. And, you know, I think the AFL are kings of overreach. And it's very difficult for, if one code goes, it's almost like the other two have to go because they don't want to be singled out or as, as the ones who didn't support to? it. Because it's overreach. It's not their role to be trying to influence people which way to vote. That is a very personal choice. You make a really good point, I must say, because it is it is fair to celebrate the culture. Absolutely, that is needed. 100%. Yes. That is so no, necessary yes. in no the game. No problem with anyone, I But don't leave think. politics out of it is what you're saying. It shouldn't be political. All right. There should be no campaigning by anybody about this matter. It is a personal choice. Uh, Richard's best racing tip of the day. Where are we today, my friend? Uh, w w right now? No, we're in the studio. Uh, where are we going with your no, tip? No, we're going to, we'll go to Rose Hill. Great. I mean, I like, I like to tip in the longer races at, at this time of year because I think the depth is smaller. In general or just at this time in, of year? Well, in general, it's, it's, there isn't as much depth in staying races in this country as there perhaps is in sprint races, but particularly this time of year. Um, and so I'm going to race nine on the card at oh, Rose Hill. Oh, that's a lady. I hate I know, the ladies. I know, I know everyone hates the what? late ones. The ladies. The I late it, ones. I, I know that sounded... Sorry, let me clarify. That sounded a lot like ladies. <laughs> it did. And that's where I was like, what? Late ones is what I meant. The late races of the day. I'm sorry, Ken. Moving along. Um, <laughs> Wick, I, I got a bit of a thing for Wicklow. I think Wicklow run well. He, he, he won the Wagga Cup, which wasn't a bad race, actually, uh, last start. But he's drawn very wide, so... Just trying to find something that's drawn well, it's got a decent weight, is in pretty good form. And I've come up with 13 Thalassophile, and she has let me down three times before. <laughs> but I'm a sucker for punishment. Yeah. So at $4.80, but has been backed, it has shortened. So comes out of the Waller Yard. I think, it'll, I think it, it can win. Nothing on its back. Yeah. 53 number, kilos. Number like 13 Thalassophile in the ninth at Rose Hill. And if we're going to go up to Brisbane for the Dooman Cup, and I'd love to, one, Zaki's at a dollar ninety-five. I mean, he's won. You know, he won it last year by what? Seven he won't be or something. He probably won't be beaten. No. But if something's going to beat him, but let's go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think you can put in. Um, I think you can. Oh, I've got to go back there and now figure out what I'm going to put in there. But uh, I think if you go in the Dooman Cup, Numerian's got a chance, but I'm not going to put it in. I think. Uh, I think Palmetto number nine has a good chance at $31 Ooh. to say run a place, okay. you know, and may even test it, test Zaki if he's not on his game and a tissues at 19 or well, $10 now yeah. actually. And, uh, I think a tissue has got a chance to test Zaki. Very unreliable, a tissue, not great in the gates. <laughs> Uh, can, she Sorry, can just be, the name of that. A tissue. A tissue, a tissue, yeah, yeah, yeah. A a tissue, a tissue we all fall down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, we all know tissues are reliable. No. <laughs> <laughs> One of the great reasons to back a horse, that can, tissues. Can you isolate that? <laughs> oh, yeah, already have. Don't you worry. So if Thank you, put you for those the input. In, if you put those in, in a trifecta and maybe a couple around, I reckon you can get a prize. Is there a hanky in there? Eve. <laughs> 
even if Zaki wins, yeah. I think you can still get some money out. Have you ever used a hanky? No, my dad uses them. Disgusting. Why? Because he snots on it all the time. We'll say that to my dad then. Get him on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't keep one in your top pocket, sort of Alan Jones style? No. No? No, no, no. No, that's a pocket That's a kerchief. That's a kerchief. Don't you wipe your nose on that? No. Oh, Have you been? De- that's for decoration. <laughs> that's oh, where you've been going I wrong. I thought it was Hank. <laughs> <laughs> the Legends on Sydney's Triple M. Nico Hines joining us after this. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough. Do you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. 4 and 20. We've been there for it all. Australia's original fan food. We're the Dead Set Legends Player of the Week. Yeah, well, this week our Player of the Week goes to uh, Kevin Sinfield, who is an English rugby league great. So if you didn't catch this story, uh, Sinfield and Rob Burrow were teammates and close friends when they played rugby league. And uh, this week at the Leeds Marathon, there was really emotional scenes when just before the finish line, Sinfield helped Burrow, who suffers from motor neurons disease, oh. um, out of Tough the chair disease. yeah, and and carried him across. So, he pushed him for the whole marathon, didn't yeah. he? And then wow. at, the, at the last, just five metres from the line, picked him up out of the chair and carried him across the line. Beautiful. Yeah, he was diagnosed in 2020 and he's just not in a good way. And before the run, Sinfield said that he was most looking forward to just spending time with Burrow. Uh, that's proper mateship, that. Yeah, it is. That, that is and, proper mateship. You know, he's done so much for um, motor neurons disease. He's ran seven ultra marathons in seven days. He's raised close to 15 million Australian dollars. Wow. So, yeah, he that's, is our player that, of the week. That is above and beyond. Beautiful he stuff. He might get player of the year for that. Yes, Absolutely. Indeed. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Big old second hour on the way. Rusty's motorsport update. Thanks to Bendix Brakes with Greg Russ. Candice's quiz getting a run. And Nico Hines from the Sharks joining us in just minutes. First, is it Nico or is it Nico? So so here's what happened, Richard. <laughs> so here's what happened. Listen to this. So, so one time we were catching up with uh, Nico Hines, Candice and I, and I asked him, and, and unfortunately wait, Candace was wait, there to see I this. I wasn't invited? I said, to Can- I, I said to him, I was like, hey, man, I think about this more often than I should. How do you pronounce your name? Is it Nico or Nico? Thinking, thinking, anticipating that he'd be like, oh, it's either. Don't worry about it. He's like, well, it's Nico, obviously. I was like, oh, okay. And then they both got into me that I would even think that it would be Nico. Well, it's embarrassing that you don't know by now. Yeah, Brenda, that's embarrassing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's an an old singer called Nico. Don't defend it. Okay. (laughs) And it's spelt similarly, that's all. That's that's embarrassing. So it's it's uh, Nicholas Hines is joining us <laughs> in just minutes on the Dead Set Legends. Uh, right now, I want to do a little thing called golf clap. Uh, things that you've seen throughout the week in sport or otherwise that deserve uh, like a so, minimum amount of applause, like polite golf clapping. Yeah, you know your friend uh, makes a putt. Yeah. That was nice. Good, good one. Can yeah. I kick it off? Yeah, you yeah. go. It's your idea. Because this is when I I saw it. This yeah. is when the idea okay. popped in my right. head. I want to give a golf clap to uh, Adam G the referee uh, mm-hmm. overseeing the Panthers-Broncos game the other night, uh, for having the brass to intervene with a bunker decision. The yeah. incorrect bunker decision was about to be made. He said, I don't like the look of that. And it was right. overturned. Right. And the right decision was made. i give that a golf clap. Yeah. Just a... All right. Now my one, which I think <laughs> deserves you. a bigger clap. 
Uh, and that's Sam Kerr scoring the winning goal in the FA Cup final yes. against Manchester United. She's now scored six goals uh, in the last cup final, in all the in a goal in the last. She's cup amazing. Finals. She's yep. great. She just yep. finds the back of the net any any chance she gets. Good. So on. she deserves a bigger clap than the golf. Bigger clap. clap. Yeah. Like a like an awards what's, night clap. What's wrong with Sam Kerr? We'll go awards night. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right, Richard, what's your class? I thought it had to be about golf. Well, this is the thing. I like how it's sort of evolving in real time. (laughs) So we've had the golf clap. We've had like an awards presentation clap. That's nice. I thought I'd give my golf clap to Jason Day, the golfer. Yeah, that's a good one. Who has fought back Hmm. uh, for his first tour victory in the United States in five years. The man had back problems. He got vertigo. Could you imagine what a a golfer with vertigo standing over the ball and he's, he's dizzy? Yeah. And- he has fought his way back to win the Byron Nelson Classic last week. And, okay, he hasn't gone so well on the PGA, this this PGA that's on at the moment. He's struggling at the moment. Well, he's had six top ten finishes this I year. I know. It's a complete resurgence. And he he had dark thoughts, dark thoughts about his career and other things as well. And to fight back from that, I think that it deserves a little. Yeah. Did you think we that you had to give the golf clap to a golfer? <laughs> Is that what you thought? Yeah, yes. <laughs> and that's why he wore his golf hat today. And that's why he's got his golf hat on. I may or may not have thought that. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. And it is NRL Indigenous Round. It is back this weekend and rightly so designed to celebrate First Nations history and culture. Uh, reigning Dalian medalist, Sharks halfback Nico Hines is just one of the many players proudly representing their Indigenous communities over the weekend. He joins us now. Uh, morning, mate. Thanks for taking the time. No worries. Thanks for having me. Nico, um, how much does this week and this game mean to you? Oh, it means a lot. Uh, it means a lot to every Indigenous player in our competition, but not only the players, uh, every Indigenous person in Australia. Um, it's one round that I think we all circle on the calendar and we just get to represent our mob and our people and our family. So um, there's no better way to do it on the big stage in the NRL and, and do it for this round. Well, it's, it's a different week this week, isn't it? I mean, different to a lot of other weeks. And you've been spending the whole week up there um, amongst the community, getting out, meeting people. You had to enjoy that. Um, yeah, it's been special. The boys have been getting out in the community. Uh, unfortunately, on Wednesday, I got a little bit crook, so oh, I no. didn't um, get to spend too much time in the community. I need to have a little rest, but um, yeah, the town's buzzing, and um, you know, can't wait for this afternoon to play. I think the it's a sellout, so the community's been getting around it for a little while now. It was a good game here last year, so even more special to do it in Indigenous round here this year. You've recently signed a five-year extension on your current deal, keeping you at the Sharks until 2029. What is it about Cronulla that you love? Uh, it's just my sort of place, I think. Um, the community's been really welcoming and living right near the beach, back in New South Wales, and uh, the club have been awesome and have just treated me so much with so much respect and uh, they've brought me in like their own. So, um, you know, they showed me a lot of faith and bringing me to the club with playing halfback, which I hadn't done before in the NRL. So... Um, yeah, I just wanted to show them that I'm here to stay and um, how committed I am to this club and this town and trying to uh, win more football games and bring another premiership here would be nice. Surely with a contract like that, you have shares in Northies. 
(laughs) (laughs) No, look, I don't go there as much, I don't think. No, I wouldn't. I've had some bad nights at Northeast. You can stay away from there, brother. Uh, it's very interesting you say that too. It's really interesting you say, you know, you've never played, or before now, halfback in the NRL, and you, you're absolutely firing in the halves at Cronulla. Of course, formerly a fullback. What are the differences and how are you enjoying the positional change? Oh, you just touch the ball a hell of a lot more and you take full control of the team and, um, you know, I played in the halves growing up and then as I got into first grade I played fullback which I loved doing and um, being a part of the Melbourne Storm team that was so successful was a lot of fun and I learned a hell of a lot of Billy Slater and the likes Um, so yeah but going back into the halves and getting your hands on the ball more being able to kick and control the game and pick apart teams and um, build a a good game plan and and be the head of the game plan um, is something that I really love doing and um, yeah, hopefully I can do that for a quite a long time. Yeah, I'll be an old man once I, that um, contract comes up, I think. <laughs> well, that's rude because that's the age I am now. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> Let's not talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you're supposed to be nice. Um, <laughs> now, you recently, you're not just an incredible football player, but you've recently launched a podcast called When We Grow Up. Uh, what's this about and who will you be chatting to? Yeah, it's just about um, looking back at your younger self, really, and, and what that younger self would think of you now and, uh, would they be proud, um, what you could have done different, and just reflecting on your life um, from when you're a young guy to or girl to, to where you are now. And Yeah, it's a pretty cool concept we've come up with. Um, we just want to tell inspiring stories and um, you know, hopefully inspire people who are going through a rough time to go out and still chase their dreams, really. And that's a really exciting little passion project. Uh, we've done a, a few cool guests. We just dropped Blakey Johnson, who was the guy who... Um, beat the world record for yes. the longest surf, uh, which was awesome. He had a, had a really good chat with him. And we've got a couple of really cool guests coming up too. Uh, we're going to drop those over the next few weeks. And then got a few in the pipeline. So I don't want to give away who we've got, but we've got some, some definitely some really good people that you'd want to listen to. Well, you wouldn't know this, Nico, but Brendo used to be, well, this is what he tells everyone, mm. that he could have been a soccer superstar. I, no, yep. I was a former soccer prodigy, but go on. <laughs> But didn't quite fulfil your potential. That's right. So if you'd like me on, Nico, you've got my number. <laughs> yeah, sweet. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll I, get don't know, there. I don't know how that would rate that one, yeah, though. Season 94. Uh, it's, it's down the track, I think, that one. Well, listen, you've got the nights this afternoon in coughs. Are you worried you haven't been to Bali over the weekend? Because they came out firing last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fire. They must have used that as motivation, didn't they? Yeah, really good game. <laughs> and listen, man, not going to ask you about origin. Quite obviously, you'd like to be in a Blues jersey. If you've listened to our show, I would like you in a Blues jersey. And we wish you all the best, team announced on Monday. And uh, best of luck in the game this afternoon. You can hear it on the listener app. Nico Hines, you're a legend. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Thanks, it. Nico. Happened overnight. You'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Let's do some scores first, Candace Warner. What have you got? Okay, Thursday night, the Panthers were too good for the Broncos, 15-4. to 4. Now, you might have, sorry, you might have thought that was an unnecessary field goal, and you know how I feel about unnecessary field uh, yes, goals. It's one of your pet hates. Yes, because they were already up uh, 14-4, but uh, that saw Nathan Cleary break the record for the highest uh, what uh, field goal scorer for the Panthers ever. Yeah, and then uh, last night, the Dragons, 24 
uh, beating the Roosters 22. So they've finally um, broken their six-game losing streak. Got That's up right. in the last 30 seconds. I forgot to tell you why I'm furious at Candace Warner. Oh, uh, yeah, you forgot about that. And you? it's because of that. Yeah. So the other day, okay, you did a wonderful job filling in for the rush hour during Thank the week you. as well. Uh, but it meant she was here more. It meant we... Uh, we we, bonding? Yeah, yeah, yeah bonding yeah. more. Yeah. I said, I reckon the Dragons are morals. They're going to beat the Roosters this weekend. And she said, what are you on? The stats would uh, disagree with you. And I was like, oh, I, I thought, no, 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 I'm pretty confident. And she's like, I'd, I'd change that tip immediately. And so I did. I changed the tip. And you know how I feel about my tipping as well. Very serious about it. See, this is what Dave says. Right? Yeah. It's just, you know, you can't argue with it. So a real tough, tough night for me last night. And I was furious. I'm sort of over it now. Because it cost you money. No, it, no, honestly, I didn't have any money on it. I was just, I really, really? yeah, I was just tipping. It's, it's a tipping comp. Okay. Anyway, and the Eels, <laughs> right. next story, right the on. Eels were way too good for the Rabbitohs, beating them 36 to 16. Yeah, never in it, the okay. Rabbitohs. I know they got to the front just after halftime, but they were never really in control. All right, so there's some three great games today. The first one, 3 p.m. at Coffs Harbour, the Sharks are taking on the Knights, and that's a Sharks home game. Uh, and then at 5.30, West Tigers versus the Cowboys. I've picked uh, the Tigers. I reckon the Tigers can win that. i picked the Tigers. Yeah. Yeah, Would I you like so. to sway me? No, I'm going to the Tigers <laughs> for that. No. Uh, but the one that I'm looking forward to, 7.30 tonight, is the Dolphins taking on the Storm. Who would have thought that this would be the blockbuster in round one? I know. This is going to be an incredible game. Yeah, and it's almost Bellamy versus um, you know Wayne Bennett. Storm will just grind them. I don't. They'll play this... Boring, grinding football okay. that will frustrate. Well, I've the also Dolphins. got a little That's stat about Wayne Bennett and Bellamy. So, out of the thirty-nine games that they've come head-to-head, Bellamy has won twenty-nine of those. Interesting against the Supercoach. However, you've got the Melbourne, the old Melbourne contingent at the Dolphins. You have got the Bromwich brothers, Kafusi. Yeah. They're going to want to put their best foot forward. All the culls. Mm. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, tomorrow the Bulldogs, Titans, and the Raiders, Sea Eagles. Um, which, you know, and then, you know what, last night I'm going to go flip over to, to soccer and I'm just going to say Sydney FC got absolutely smashed last yeah, night. Yeah, pummeled. Yeah, Melbourne just 4-0, just yeah. would way too good. Yeah. They've been the best team for years, Melbourne City. They and have been. They'll about, be heavy favourites in the yeah. final. Uh, and then in AFL, the Swans are mm, taking on North Swannies. Melbourne today. They're away at Marvel Stadium. Swannies are so down on personnel. What's going wrong? Is that, is yeah, that, is that what's yeah, wrong? Yeah, yeah, they've got injuries out the wazoo. They're, it's not just the injuries, though. I just think they're just doing the little thing. The players that are there are just not stepping up. And, and this, you know, this Buddy is, you know, is not the player he was two seasons ago or even one season ago. So... When he's there, there's still a focus on Buddy, and I don't think it works for them. They're, they've lost a few of their tools down the back, so their defence is stretched all the time. It's just they're just having not a great run. And then the Giants are taking on St Kilda tomorrow at Giants Stadium. Yes, indeed. Uh, gr- great news uh, for the UFC. You're going to be seeing plenty more of it in Sydney. The New South Wales government uh, this week announced a unique multi-year deal uh, that confirms they'll host three pay-per-views between now and 2027. I've not been to the UFC before, but I'd like to go. Mm. Well, they had the big um, fight, was it this year, over in Perth? That was a yep. sellout straight away. But it looks like that first fight will be um, Rod Rob Whittaker, not um, Vol- Volkanovski. So that's going to be... You know, one to watch. Yep. I, I, I hear you. But, uh, not for me, but, mm. you know. I know I'm inter- I, but I like... want to be interested. That's the thing. No, I, I find it too violent for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And again, old man.
Um, <laughs> and Rafael Nadal, yeah, uh, Candice? He's withdrawn from the French Open because his hip injury that he sustained at the Australian Open this year has not yet healed. Now, uh, this is sad news. He's won 14 times at Roland Garros. Yeah, he had a good run. Um, yeah, he's what, like 59? Yeah. 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 He's had a good He'll be 37 next yeah. month. But he, this is not it. He is saying that he wants to try and get it ready for yeah. next year so that it, he can have a... Yeah, big farewell tour. But how good would it be? But like the you know, Olymp- Serena. The Olympics yeah. over in Paris next year if he went out an Olympic champion. Yeah. yeah. Like, that would be pretty If cool. he goes out right now... He's had a He's wonderful a career. Yeah, but he doesn't want to. He wants to give back yeah, to the game and let everyone see him one last time. I think that's the problem. There are too many people hanging on way too long. Yeah. You've got to learn to let go. I don't know how much that gives back to the game. Yeah. Hanging All right. on. <laughs> All right, Richard. Well, do not go and watch him play. I will. It's the Dead Set Legends on Sydney's Triple M. We've got Candice's quiz next. Come? If you'd like to get involved. You're one... coming anything with me. You guys done? I see. Yeah. Are you guys done? Yeah. No, I'm just wondering because I was just <laughs> listening. One triple three five three is the number. Get involved with Candace's quiz right after this. Dead Set Legends on Sydney's Triple M. Bit of fun. Just a bit of fun. Always. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Rusty's Motorsport Update for Bendix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. That's right. We love him. Greg Rust, all things motorsport. Uh, anytime you're keen to check out anything motorsport, you can find his Rusty's Garage podcast on the Listener app. Oh, you can hear him right here on the Dead Set Legends. Morning, Rusty. Hello, team. How are we? Terrific. Very well. well. Uh, there were the rumours a few weeks ago about our supercars champion Shane Van Gisberg and heading to America to try NASCAR. These have been confirmed. Yep, this is uh, a great endorsement, I think, of the sport and Shane's talent. So obviously his focus is still here on supercars, right? They're in Tasmania this weekend. He's been confirmed to drive for the Trackhouse team, who've given Kimi Räikkönen a couple of runs and so on. Um, He's going to go over in a gap in the supercars calendar at the end of June. He'll take in the Nashville race, um, see what it's kind of all about. But then the following week, they're going to let him race on the streets of Chicago, and I reckon he's going to do a superb job. He will surprise a lot of people in that. Rusty, I'm very, very concerned about this. Very concerned that the F1 race in Italy is off because of the flooding at the track, especially the surrounding areas, has been so bad because, like, I'm taking a holiday in Italy next next month. So, you know, I don't want to oh, go to one of you, these places. Richard. Wow, wow. <laughs> That's... Well, it, it's been frightening up there in, in North well, where, Italy. Exactly where? The, where? where the, so he's, we're talking about the Imola track, so not all that far in driving turns from Florence and places like that, northeast. And um, they've had landslips and rivers breaking banks. They've lost lives too, Richard, very sad. But there's been about, I think, 13 lives at last Yes, um, at very last concerning. Count. And very. And the, uh, the water got into the track around the, the tyre trucks, for example. The paddock where the Formula 2 and Formula 3 cars would be was flooded. So... They didn't want a convergence of all these people in that area. I mean, you know, this is obviously way bigger than the sport. So, um, yeah, they postponed it. They're hoping to run it later in the year. But you guys know how busy Formula One is. It will be yeah, hard to try and find a gap. It'll be hard, exactly. Nah. So. And Scott McLaughlin, fifth on day one of practice for the Indy 500. Will power in the top four on day two? 
Yeah, and Candice, what about the numbers? They've cracked ahead of qualifying tomorrow there. They've cracked 233 mile an hour this morning. So you're talking 374 k's an hour, right? So that's that's in the order of 67 metres per second. That is incredible. Crazy fast, crazy fast. So, uh, both, I mean, when, when McLaughlin put his car away today, he feels like it's in really good shape as a race car, trying to qualify for his third Indy 500 tomorrow. And the... The Kiwi Scott Dixon, who's been a many-time champion over there and had his, you know, a bit of his early racing career in Australia, he's been um, in the top two for for much of the week as well. So he'll be another one to watch. Sounds like you on the rugby field back in the day, Richard. <laughs> Sixty-seven metres a second. That's how quick you used to go. A minute. Sixty-seven a minute. <laughs> uh, Greg Rust, always a pleasure, my man. Does it all thanks to Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Catch you next week, mate. Love it. Have a ripper weekend. See ya. Bye. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough. Did you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Richard's List of Grievances. Candace loves this. Don't worry. <laughs> she, she, deep down, she loves Before this. we put our headphones on, she said, okay, here we go. Young people today. Oh, good start. <laughs> particularly. You old narc. Young reporters on television, yeah. particularly. Mm-hmm. What is it with them that they've got it? They get sent out to do the most boring, dreary, uninteresting stories, and yet all they can do is, is everything's a disaster or it's, you know, unbelievably controversial. And it's not. Yeah, because they've got to level up. No, no. You don't go out there with the hyperbole and try and beat up every dreary story you get sent out to do. Just give us facts. Mm. First of all, Richard, I don't think they get to choose which stories they go to. I'm sure and if they they're go. young and they're just starting out, they just do what they're told. Yeah. Did they get told to go out there and just, you know, Probably. beat up every little story so that it, it sounds so ridiculous? It's just, it, it ruins their credibility. Be like oh, my friend. That is a very big call. That's a huge call. <laughs> be like my friend Simon. He used to be a regional reporter, I think, for Win. We went to uni together and he got sent out into, you know, the yeah. bush. Um, he would do all he could to get uh, cows' asses in the frame. <laughs> didn't matter what he was covering. He tried to do his, his See, cross now, next to a cow's ass. Now, provide, a lot of fun. He didn't beat up the story. I respect that. That's, right? yeah. that's, that's, so that's, would you prefer, say, the young lady or the young man that just says, well, thanks for crossing to me. Not much is happening here yeah. today. Not much. Well, they shouldn't have sent him to that story. But if you do go out to that story, you just say, hear the facts. This is what's happened. And they say, well, it sounds like a disaster. No, not really. Yeah. You know, don't beat it up. Uh, no sensationalist uh, journalism. Yes. Okay. Uh, see, you're on board with me. Yeah. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Either. I don't mind That's the sensation. generation. You live with drama. Oh, you're an old narc. Go back to bed. It's <laughs> 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 midday. Well, you can go back. <laughs> go you back to bed. I just might. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I might too. That's it, Legends on Sydney's Triple M. Have a good one Saturday. Scrum next.